Anna here. Did you know I have another podcast? And did you know it's all about failure? Well, at this point, you'd have to answer yes to both of those questions because I just told you. But my other show isn't just about failure. It's about failing your way to success. Yes, success. Because the most successful people are often just the people who've gotten up the most times after their failures. Don't believe me? Go download Fail Your Way to Success wherever you get your podcasts or go to failyourway.com for more info. Now back to the show. Your book's journey isn't over after it's been launched. Nope, it's got a whole lifetime ahead of itself. And so while I'm leading you through writing and launching a best-selling book, I'm also showing you how to make that book work for you for the rest of your career and your life. Welcome to Launch Your Book with Anna David. Hi there. You're listening to Launch Your Book with Anna David. I, hello, am your host, Anna David. Every week I talk to authors about how they launch their books, how it takes them to the next level, and what you should be doing for your future book. Yes, you. Yes. Yes, I'm talking to you. Today, I'm talking to you about your book cover. So if you would like the show notes, make sure you go to uh, LegacyLaunchpadPub.com slash blog slash cover. So let's get into it. Now, this is obviously a very rudimentary look at the cover. I am not a cover designer. I hire cover designers. In fact, I have one who I hire. Word to the wise, cover designers, until I got to the current one, um, oh God, Honor, if you're listening, I love you so much. They are some temperamental people. We had two that we worked with before we found Honor. And they were so, by temperamental, I mean, they were the most fucking difficult people I've ever dealt with in my life. Hey, cover designers, you two. You're not Picasso. Uh, you're, you, oh God, they were difficult. Well, one was absolutely insane. And, um, and I'm so grateful not to be working with them. They were both extremely talented. But you know what I've learned um, after running my own business for a few years? Um, talent is wonderful, uh, sane, and, and not abusive, even better. So anyway, when you're thinking about your cover, you should be giving some direction to your cover designer. Obviously, if you're publishing traditionally, you don't even get to do that. They don't ask. They don't care. Unless you're at Glenn and Doyle, I'm sure you get to go design whatever you want. But when you are publishing on your own or doing hybrid publishing with, say, a publisher like Launchpad, think about the kind of fonts, colors, designs you like. The first step, I believe, is going to the website bookcoverarchive.com because it's got so many book covers and it'll at least give you a starting point. I am not a visual person, so I need a starting point. Some people come in, they know exactly what they want. But when I'm working with a client who doesn't really seem to have an idea, I will say, get them on the phone and say, hey, let's both log into Book Cover Archive and look at these. Which do you like? Do you like this? Do you like that? You can also go to bookstores um, and see what stands out. What do you like? What are books in your genre doing? Because, of course, your cover has to go with your genre and the feel of your book. So even if you love pink and floral and whimsical, if you're writing a deep, dark book, that's not going to work. Now, 
you want a cover that's original, but not too original. You don't want it to look like everything else, but you don't want to have it so weird that nobody's going to get it. Your cover has to match your story and communicate clearly what your book title is while also standing out from other books like it. And, you know, I think the KISS acronym, Keep It Simple Stupid, is, is, is a really good one. One issue I see a lot is people make their book covers too crowded. They want to have their blurbs. They want to have their long title. They want to have their long subtitle. They want to have images. Maybe they want to have themselves, you know. But if a cover gets really busy, it takes away from what you're trying to accomplish, which is having people be attracted to your book. So as I said, think about fonts and colors. One thing and I feel like I'm always even debating with my beloved cover designer about this. I a font has to be big enough so that you can somebody can read your title when they're browsing through Amazon, which means that back in the day when people were not buying all their books online, this was less important. But I want anybody who goes to Amazon and looks at one of the books we published to be able to see what the title is when it's that postage stamp size. So it, but you don't want to make it so big and wild. Uh, so just make sure it is legible. Make sure your font color works on your background color. Don't have a cream font on, say, a light pink background. You want something that really pops. And, you know, here's something. This is, again, something that I will go back and forth with my designer on. I don't like it. He, He's looking at it visually and I'm looking at it uh, literally. So he'll say, want to break a word up. Let's say uh, design was a word. He, If it looks better, he might go D-E dash and then have the next line say sign. I don't like that. I am, I am focused on the word and not breaking it up. Now, if you want to have images, this may seem obvious, choose elements from your story as images. Don't choose random things that you just like the look of. Again, seems obvious. You wouldn't believe how much we have this conversation. Now, I think it's really important to talk about the sort of feedback that you get and who you get it from. We did a book where this was awesome. We did a cover. We all loved it. The author showed it to her mother-in-law and the mother-in-law said, oh, I just think that's so beautiful the way you have an image of, and um, I'm not going to say the word, even though I say all sorts of bad words on this podcast, like a woman's anatomy. It was a feather, but the mother-in-law saw it as this beautiful women's anatomy. And so we were like, oh, shit, let's going to change that right now. However, God, we have clients who give their cover to every single one of their friends and they get so spun around and these friends are not designers and you do want some opinions, but just be really careful. And though it's incredibly tempting, don't post your cover on social media and say, hey, which do you like better? I've done it. By the way, I give this advice and then I do it. That's how tempting it is. The reason you should not do this is that study after study shows that people do not say they like the same things that they buy. So it is useless. It will lead you in the wrong direction. And everybody is influenced by what the person before voted. If you are determined to do A-B testing, you can do what Tim Ferriss and James Altucher did, which is have different covers printed up, have different websites for each of the covers made, 
run Facebook ads to each of those covers and see which people click on more. Then you get actual reliable results. Now let's say you go, should I be on the cover? Come on, who doesn't kind of want to be in their book cover? I always wanted to. HarperCollins was never interested in that. And then I started to write books where it didn't really make sense for me to be on the cover. God damn it. The truth of the matter is, it's kind of just celebrities who are on their book covers. It, I mean, I, God love you. Do it. Do it if you want to. We pl- we published plenty of books from non-celebrities where the, the author's on the cover. It's awesome. So do remember also Don't let the designer get too into their vision. Plenty of your designers will not have read the book. And again, just like I was saying about my designer who's epic, he likes to break a word up. That's because he's coming at it from design. You're coming at it from the creator point of view. And I highly recommend don't get too attached to your ideas. This is another thing that will come up with clients is they come in and they say their friend did a piece of art and they want to use that on the cover. And it's not right. And we tell them, but they're very attached to that idea. And so what we always say is the client's always right. We will try to talk them out of things that we strongly believe are a bad idea. But if they don't want to listen, they don't want to listen and that's fine. But I really suggest being open to the experts uh, suggesting things. So for my most recent issue, uh, Relaunch of Party Girl, which is my favorite cover I've ever had, that beloved cover designer, I really thought about what I wanted. And I thought, I want the kind of splashy, bright, cheerful cover that is very big now. Um, A lot of people think about what's an instagram cover. So I went and I took pictures in bookstores of covers I loved. I found pictures online and I gave it to them. And I had a problem I've never had before, which is there were so many that I loved that I couldn't pick. I'll put in the show notes some of the ones I didn't pick because, God, they were so great. It made me wanted to release Ooh, that's a good idea. What if I just keep releasing it with different covers? This is actually kind of a potentially genius idea. But anyway, um, you know, basically it is a partnership between you and your designer. So really look at it like that. Now, in terms of what you can pay, you first of all can absolutely create a cover for free. Amazon, the back end, KDP has the tools that can you can create kind of not at all terrible looking titles. You can also create free covers on Canva, both ebook and paperback. My course on launching a book, we actually have videos where we walk you through exactly how to do that. I will tell you, I had a cover that I created on Canva. Then I had the really impossible cover designer that I was working with before create a cover, and everybody liked the Canva one better. There are all sorts of opportunities in the middle. There are, so you can spend zero dollars, you can spend thousands of dollars. I do recommend um, if you have any sort of a budget, number one, invest in your editor, but a cover is not a bad thing to invest in. And I will have links in the show notes of uh, places you can get cover designs. So that's all I've got for you. To get those show notes, go to LegacyLaunchpadPub.com slash blog slash cover. And I'll see you next time. Thanks for joining me this week on Launch Your Book with Anna David. For more info about the show, go to LaunchYourBookPod.com where you can get show notes and so much more. 
If you got anything out of this episode, I can't tell you how much I would appreciate a review. And don't forget, my company, Launchpad Publishing, is here to help you at any stage in your writing and publishing journey. Just go to launchpadpub.com for more, and be sure to tune in next week for next week's episode.